Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Lifted Podcast. My name is Peyton. Happy Monday. Hope you guys are having a good start of the week. Before anything else, make sure you give this podcast a rating and review because that is how these platforms share it and spread it to people who have never heard it before. So it would mean the world to me. Today's episode, I want to talk about food because it is something that we need to survive, just like air, but most of the time people aren't constantly thinking about air and stressing about air but we worry about food and it can be a lot we struggle with food addictions and food restrictions and diets and it's just it's become such a stressful thing but in reality it's food so i have struggled with food for a long long time and i'm now in a really good place with it so i thought for today's episode i would share with you some tips and just some healthy reminders about food that kind of helped me heal my relationship with food and put me in a place where I eat healthy but I also don't restrict myself but I just genuinely enjoy food and I enjoy the way I feel after I eat food. So before I ramble on about food, let me hop right into the lift of the week and that was that my um spring semester courses started and they are actually classes that i am interested in and i will keep you guys updated on how the classes actually end up going but as of right now first weekend i feel like it's going to be a good semester much better than last semester because last semester i was i was struggling i was not doing well with my classes they were not as interesting as i was hoping and i didn't have the best luck with a professor of mine so Really excited, hop in, brand new, fresh semester, and classes that I'm interested in. So that was my lift of the week for sure. All right, so now let's talk about food. So let me give you a little bit of a backstory on my journey with food in case you missed like my first episode, which was a little bit more about my fitness journey, but I'm going to go a little bit more in depth in this episode about my relationship with food in the past. So Um, If you didn't know, I grew up and I was very overweight my whole life up until about my sophomore year in high school and I developed a really bad eating habit that when I did lose all the weight and I was eating like 800 to 1200 calories a day and when I would exceed 1200 I started gaining weight and I was just I was getting sick migraines I felt dizzy I thought I was anemic I thought I had low iron I was like I don't know why I feel so bad like trying to find all these reasons on why I just didn't feel good but in reality it was just I wasn't eating and not only was I not eating but I also wasn't eating the right foods so it was like yeah I was losing all the weight but it wasn't because I was eating right and working out it was I was going on like eight to ten mile walks sometimes even more a day and then doing little like hit workouts in my garage and then endless ab workouts and then on top of that all of that extra activity with eating like 800 calories and those 800 calories about 400 of it 400 of it probably came from like my two coffees that I would drink every day and then the rest of it would be like granola bar for lunch and an apple for a snack and then like So it was just not good. I felt so bad all the time. So not a good place with eating. So then when I got into the gym, 
I started looking into reverse dieting because I realized I needed to hit like protein goals in the gym to see muscle growth. I started really getting into that side of health and I was like, oh, I can't hit protein goals and I need to feel better. And if I'm lifting, I need to fuel my body properly. And even if you're not lifting, you need to fuel your body properly. So I started looking into reverse dieting and that was what I ended up doing. And it was really, really hard on me mentally because my body was kind of at a weird point used to eating 1200 a day. So when I bumped it up to 1500, I was gaining weight and I was gaining it fast. And I just... I was eating even though I didn't want to, but it was, I started feeling so much better, even though I was terrified because I was gaining weight. And then I jumped it up to 1700 calories and then 1800. And then I eventually, after a year, like this took a long time, but after a year and now a half, I can sit at 2000 calories and maintain. So definitely more work to be done there because I know that my maintenance with the way that I work out should be about 2300 somewhere around there so 2000 is definitely a lot of progress for me but I do want to get it a little bit higher so but I'm not going to sit here and try to tell you that it was all perfect for me and smooth sailing the whole time like I had no problem increasing my calories like no there was a time where last year I went to go on a bulk and I was eating like 2,100 calories when my body was only used to eating 1,700 and I was gaining so rapidly. I felt so gross. I was eating when I wasn't hungry and just kind of like force feeding myself because I needed to hit a certain goal because I thought that that was what I absolutely needed. But it was, it goes both ways. Like if you're not hungry and you're forcing yourself to eat, that can be just as toxic as forcing yourself not to eat. And I heard this reference about eating disorders that I have never thought of it in this way before. And when I heard it, it just blew my mind because it makes so much sense. And I never thought about it this way. And that was like an eating disorder is almost like a drug addiction or like an alcohol addiction. But if you think about it, imagine telling someone who is an alcoholic that when you're when you're a drug addict or an alcoholic and you're in recovery, you just stop taking the drugs you stop drinking but with an eating disorder you have to eat so imagine telling an alcoholic like okay you can drink i mean you have to drink three times a day or four times a day but only a little bit like you have to control yourself that is so much harder than just stopping altogether but you can't just stop eating because that obviously you know you need so I'm going to share with you, I have four big tips that really, really helped me heal my relationship with food. And even still to this day, when I'm feeling like I need to binge or like feeling this urge to just, you know, not eat or something like that, if I'm not having the best body image day, these are the four things that I remind myself and they have helped me so, so much. And the number one thing that has helped me more than anything, this is my top tip, is just the reminder that Food is not going anywhere. So if you're, for me, I never had a problem with just forgetting to eat. It was always on my mind. I was always thinking about food. So my problem was more so binging and overeating. So I have to remind myself, like, it's not going anywhere. If you look at a big cake, for example, you don't have to eat an absolutely massive piece because it's not going anywhere. Like, it's food. 
it'll be there again. You can have that again in your life. Same with like if there's trail mix or a bag of chips in the pantry or something like that and you're just feeling this urge to just eat the entire bag, just think about it and be like, why? Because it's going to be there tomorrow. And if it's not there tomorrow, there's a store. I can get a bag of chips anytime that I want. It's not about, and I think most of that for me, it came from the diet aspect of it. So when I did allow myself to eat outside of my little diet that I was on, which was just not eating enough, it was like I had to eat everything in sight because I knew that after I had that, I wasn't going to be able to have it again for a long time. So it was like my one little opening to just eat everything in sight. So that was what led me to binging. And then I would restrict. Needless to say, that is not a healthy cycle. Don't recommend. Just remember, like, take a deep breath. Remember, like, you can enjoy the food, but you don't have to eat all of it. It's all about balance, which is so much easier said than done, I know. But it takes a lot of practice and it takes a lot of little reminders. If you have to literally set a reminder on your phone to just show on your screen, if you have to set something as a wallpaper, if you have to leave a little note on the pantry or the fridge, like you do not have to indulge yourself and overindulge yourself constantly because it's just not healthy and you're not going to feel good afterwards and you know that you won't. The next thing that really helped me was from my faith standpoint and this has been a more recent thing for me because um, if you listen to my testimony, I was in a place like last year where I was really low in my faith so I didn't really, I don't want to say I didn't care but you know what I mean? Like I didn't, it wasn't on my heart and on my mind constantly, but now a really, really great reminder for me is that overeating is actually sinful because it's showing that you don't have that self-control to give in to worldly desires and not saying food is necessarily like a worldly desire because you need food to survive, but that overindulgence of using something worldly to fulfill you and to make you feel good, it's called gluttony. And food can actually become an idol, and idol tree is a sin. So I, when I found that out, I was just so like mind blown, and then it made so much sense. And it honestly has helped me a lot because it reminds me like how much control I have over my behaviors every single day. Like, take a deep breath, think about what you're doing, say a prayer, talk to God, read some scripture. Like, you have so much more power over your own mind than you think that you do. You're like, oh, I just, I can't stop eating. Yes, you can. Take a deep breath. Think about it. And that actually leads me into the next thing, which is try to identify the feeling behind the craving, not trying to go all like therapist on you. But a lot of the times when we binge, it's because of a feeling or something negative going on because for me i mean food is a comfort i know a lot of people they have the opposite problem where if they are sad or something bad happens they lose their appetite i'm the opposite i run to food for comfort so a big thing for me is just realizing like what is this feeling behind me wanting to binge what is this like why and then do that inner work pray read go into scripture meditate do whatever it takes to just get to the bottom of what you're feeling so that it doesn't lead to taking it out in toxic behaviors. Like again, food can be an addiction just the same way as like alcohol and drugs. So it's like, oh, you had a bad day, so you need to have a drink. Well, oh, you had a bad day, so you need to overindulge in food. So if you get to the bottom 
of the reason on why you want to overeat or restrict yourself or just completely binge, it will really help you on not doing it because it kind of just takes you away, grabs you out of that moment. Because if something grabs you out of that moment of the binging, you'll probably snap out of it. Like you just get into this headspace where you're like, I need to eat everything in sight. But if you just take a second to just pause and think about what you're doing, good chances are you're probably not going to want to do it. The fourth thing that really, really helped me was honestly just switching over to eating healthier and eating less. You just feel better. And I'm not just saying this as in like a, hmm, eating salad makes me feel so good, like almond mom type of vibes. But no, like actually it just makes you feel so much better. So you get to a certain point where you care about your health and like you start eating the right foods and fueling your body properly that eating those bad foods like the other day for example we went out to dinner as like a family i had family in town and we got fried pickles and my body just does not like fried food anymore like do i enjoy it the taste of it absolutely but literally 30 minutes after we were eating i felt horrible and it was just my body just doesn't tolerate that anymore like the grease and the over fried food and is it good to indulge in every once in a while yeah because i enjoy the taste of it but then at the same time 30 minutes later an hour later and the next day i feel horrible it reminds me on why i don't do that very often and then also after that certain time period where you are eating the right foods you start to crave those foods instead of those bad foods so like when i have a craving a lot of the time it's for like chipotle and i'm not talking like i don't get sour cream and cheese and smothered and a bunch of stuff like no like i get chicken and veggies and all that stuff and i i crave that like sushi i i crave so many just cleaner foods now like it's amazing honestly <laughs> and it's mostly just because i know how those bad foods make me feel now and like it's never good it's always like a ugh like that bloaty feeling leads you into like the next day having a bad body image day it's just for me it's not worth it to do all the time like like I said balance do I go out with my family and eat absolutely sometimes but it's not like a weekly occurrence it's not a four times a week occurrence it's most of the time if we go out to eat it's not even a monthly occurrence for me like most of the time we'll go out and I'll get something healthy like chicken breast or grilled chicken or fish or something like that but those rare occasions where I do go and I get a burger or we eat pizza like I enjoy it but it's not the end of the world because it's the next day I'm like okay this is why we don't do that every day and I enjoyed it so it's just like being able to enjoy those foods guilt-free but then also remembering why you don't do that every single day I feel like the media has pushed this sense of like eating guilt-free and like listening to your body but if Back when I first started out, if I genuinely listened to my body, I would be eating the worst foods possible and just constantly because the more you eat those foods, the more you crave those foods. And then the more you eat right, the more you start to crave those foods and the more those bad foods, well, okay, let's not label foods good and bad, but those less nutritionally dense foods, you start to crave them less because you don't feel as good after it. So those are my four big little tips, but I would like to share with you just some stuff that I've kind of learned 
throughout this little journey and I actually made an Instagram post about that so it was a while ago so most of you guys listening to this might not have seen it because it was a little bit ago now but I thought I would just like read the caption out loud because I put a lot of time into this caption and I put a lot of bullet points and just I still would go back to this post and remind myself these things so I captioned this post and I made this August 18th so I said I want to talk about food, something that you need to survive. You know what else you need to survive? Air. But air didn't have control over my thoughts for years. Air didn't consume my life. Through my struggles with food, I've learned a lot and I'm continuing to learn and grow every day. I would like to make a clear note that I am not a dietitian or nutritionist. These are just some things that I've learned from research, peers, and personal experience. Number one. Your body and nutritional needs are unique to you. Number two, not eating enough will make you lose weight, yes, but it will make you lose muscle, and more muscle equals a faster metabolism. It will drain your energy and will send your body into survival mode. Basically, the number of calories you eat, your body will get used to in order to maintain energy balance and prevent starvations. Our bodies are so cool. So, if you balance and prevent... So if you're eating 1,200 calories a day, eventually your body will get used to that and you won't be losing weight anymore with that calorie amount. The next one, you can slowly, keyword, slowly increase your metabolic rate by reverse dieting. If you just jump to where you want your calories to be at, you'll gain fat. Personal experience with that one. Next one, I put in all caps. Carbs won't make you fat. Next one. We live in a world where people comment on how much and what you eat. Try your best to ignore it. And if you comment on people's food, please stop. Next one, dieting is not sustainable. Focus on finding a balanced lifestyle and be patient. There is no 30-day fix to keep weight off. And then the last one was, when you start feeling your body properly, you'll start craving the right foods. While eating junk food is a temporary pleasure, the after effects are not worth it. And that last one was kind of what I just said, but I'm going to go into a little bit more detail on what I mean about your body and nutritional needs are unique to you. And this especially goes for men versus women. So I know a lot of guys talking at the gym, they do the, they do the carb restricted diet and they do just eat mostly meat and animal products, but at the same time and like they get their energy from fat and that works for them because they're able to stick with it so whatever diet you're able to stick with is honestly going to be the best for you so intermediate fasting if that works for you if that keeps you balanced then that's great there is no one correct way to do it because it's whatever you can stay consistent with same with workout plans like if you think that there's one split that will make you the most jacked possible. It's just whatever you can remain consistent with, that is the most important. Is there science behind which ones work the best, which diet plans might work the best? Absolutely. But if you can't stick with one, it's not going to work for you. So that is where I'm going to leave this episode. Again, I want to make point that I am not nutritionist um however i am working on my certification but i do not have it yet so like to make a clear note of that before you uh take this as like absolute truth it it's not this is what i've learned and researched and 
grown from personal experience. So just making clear note of that. It's definitely a journey to heal your relationship with food. Um, I'm still learning and growing from it every day. I still find myself sometimes if I overate the day before wanting to restrict myself the day after. And I do, like I said, find myself overeating some days. So it's something that I still work through, but my relationship with it has gotten so much better. I made it through the holiday season this year for the first time guilt-free. It felt so good. I have never in my life since I was like little, little gone through a holiday season where I wasn't over like binge eating cookies or restricting myself or hating myself for eating them. But this year it was so good. I would, I would have a couple cookies, but I wouldn't completely just devour everything in my house. And I also wouldn't be mad at myself because it's, it was holiday season and I understood that that happens and my weight already maintained itself again. So it's just like, it's not the end of the world if you overindulge a little bit. So being able to eat guilt-free has changed my life for the better. And I don't constantly think about food ever since I started fueling my body. It's not, oh, worrying about this and this and this. No, it's just, okay, I'm going to eat this. And then I ate it and then I'm done until my next meal. So it's just such a freeing feeling. So I hope this helped anyone out there. If it did, like I said, make sure you give this a rating and review. It would mean the absolute world to me. And then also my Instagram DMs are always open. If you want to follow my socials, they're always in the show notes below my Instagram and my TikTok. Again, I am in the works of making a YouTube channel, but that is not up yet. So I'll keep you guys updated on that. And I hope you guys do something this week that lifts you up. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you guys next week.